Hello and welcome to Tomlin's Harmonica Podcast, where I'll be hanging out with players and teachers and having conversations loosely based around harmonica. This week's podcast is part of a series where I'll be interviewing beginners instead of pros, so that you can hear what it's like starting out on the harmonica journey. Although this week's guest John has been playing for 30 years, he's recently realized he needs to go back to the beginning and strengthen his foundations. All right, well, welcome to the podcast, John. Thank you so much for agreeing to, to take part in this. Um, Pleasure. Thank you. So before we get started, I've got a few questions I want to ask you. But before we start with those, will you just tell us a little bit about uh, about you? So kind of where you're from and what you do and all that. Yeah, I live in a place called Billingham near Middlesbrough in Teesside in the northeast of England. Uh, and actually, I've lived here. All, I'm 65. I lived here all my life. I was born about three miles down the road. I lived in, in this house here since we were married 40 something years, 42 years ago. Uh, I even worked on the road seven miles away, so I haven't been very far in my working life. At a, a nuclear power station down the road from here, Hartlepool. Worked there for 39 years, and I just just retired from there a couple of years ago. Uh, so basically, I was an, I'm an electrician by trade, uh, and started playing the harmonica a long time when I was about well, uh, in, in the early 80s. I started playing, started playing in the, in the early 80s, you know. Uh, when I was at school, when I was a lad at school, it was in the, it was during the mod era, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, bands like the Yardbirds and uh, Paul Jones, you know, Manfred Mann, uh, Rolling Stones, and they, they all had harmonica players, which I, I loved the sound of it, you know, and that's, and uh, but it took me years to find out that it was the tenor diatonic that was the one, yeah, that because you know you used to get harmonicas for Christmas so though the tremolo ones and trying to play blues on them impossible you know and uh no internet back in the day you couldn't find out anything from the internet yet to ask musicians and some of them wouldn't tell you you know uh i eventually found out the 12 hole was the one to to get so i got that from a local toy shop actually that was about that was i mean that was in the mid 80s but and then i get a figured out second position i didn't know you know because it was in it was in the key of c uh-huh listening to records, putting the stylus on and going back over and all, all that stuff, you know, learning like that, purely by ear. Uh, then I went to a local club one night, one night there, a local club there, and the owner had been a harmonica player in a band in the 60s, and he told me what to do, and he, and he said, well, can you, well, come to a club next week, there's a band on, with a good harmonica player, and the band was called the Blues Burglars, and it was Paul Lamb. You know, oh, Paul wow. Lamb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul Lamb the King Snakes. That, that yeah. was his first band. Well, one of his early bands before the King Snakes. It was uh, he was playing, and I talked to Paul, and it was the first time I'd seen someone with a bullet mic, you know, and, and all that. But, but prior to that, I got into uh, when I was still at school when I was fifteen. I got into uh, I liked Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee. Big fan of theirs, you know. Uh-huh. I had one of their records. Trying to play along, trying to learn it with the harmonica, the wrong harmonica, and everything. And then they came to uh, they, they did a. In 1971, we did a blues a blues tour with uh, Lord Lord on the bill. Booker White was on the bill. Champion Jack Dupree. They were top of the bill. So I was really looking forward to seeing uh, Sonny Terry. I couldn't wait to see my you know my hero. And then, but before him was a band on called the Chicago Blues All Stars, and Willie Dixon was the bass player. And the harmonica <laughs> player was uh, no kidding, yeah, Willie Dixon. And, uh, and the harmonica player was Big Walter. Oh wow! And I, I, I didn't know, know anything about him, and he came on. I was looking forward to seeing Sonny Selly top of the bill, and he was fantastic. But 
when uh, when Mulder came on, the, the sound he got with a harp, I couldn't believe it. You know, I was fifteen. Uh, um, it was a long time ago, but I'm sure what he was playing just to appear, not the, um, you know. Uh-huh. And that, 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 I thought, well, I wouldn't have to, I thought I wouldn't have to learn how to do this and and try and master it and find out how he does it. But I, I, for years, I was convinced he had some kind of special effects going on, mm-hmm. and obviously he didn't. He was that good a player, you know. So yeah, then then I sort of me a few years later, Paul Lamb. And then started from there, you know. But really, just there was no internet them days, and you get to get to learn by just trial and error, you know. Yeah. And so basically, I've I've been playing all those years, but I still think I'm a beginner because I, I knew nothing about music theory at all. Nothing, not not a thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I joined a band. I was in a band for sixteen years, and when I joined the band, I, I, I had about maybe ten licks, you know. Uh-huh. And basically, basically, I, I, I winged it. For all those years in that band, with learning a few more licks and getting a bit better, but really that, that was it. And when I, now I've retired, I thought, well, it's time to uh, delve a bit deeper, and that's why I joined your school, you know. So now I'm finding that really, as far as music theory is concerned, I'm an absolute beginner, but I'm enjoying learning, picking it up and learning it, you know. That's good. That's good. I mean, it's kind of interesting because you know you're people starting to learn now if someone picks up a harmonica or any instrument now it's so easy to find a million great teachers and different ways to learn because you do have the internet but but you know i'm i'm listening to you describe going to see willie dixon play and big walter and sunny terry and paul lamb i mean we can still see paul lamb but yeah. None of those other guys, and like the just the idea that you saw Big Walter live, that was incredible. Yeah. mind blowing. Yeah, um, yeah. that's it's very cool. yeah, absolutely nuts. The first, the first harmonic player I ever saw was the best one I've ever seen. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, you just don't. Well, certainly in the UK, you don't. You don't see huge amounts of of great harmonica players these days. Very no, awesome. There are, you know, the, the the Paul Lambs and the Giles Robsons and and, and yeah. a few others, but the the circuit isn't like that anymore. It isn't yeah, it was in, in the uh, in the in the mid to late eighties, early nineties. It was great, you know. There's was, was, was a couple of blues clubs just not far from where I live, and you could go, you go every week and see someone really great, you know. Mm-hmm. Giles Robsons and you know, Johnny Mars, people like that, you know, yeah. all those people. Yeah. That's so cool. So, I mean, you you piqued my interest when I, I put out a post in the forum saying that you've got thirty years of experience, but but you found out that you're a beginner, and yeah. and I think you're 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 probably selling yourself very short, but you're you're probably in a position that a lot of people are, where uh, you you've got a lot of musical ability naturally because you've learned by ear, but you don't necessarily know what it is that you're doing. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, does does that does that put you off playing with people? Does that put you off playing? No, not at all. But not at all. It doesn't at all. But it's, it kind of limits. I think it limits me, you know, a bit. I managed for I managed for all those years in the band. And uh, for, like for example, we used to do uh, we used to play House of the Rising Sun in the band, mm-hmm. and it was in D minor. So I went and I had to go and get a, an A minor harp and play it second position to uh-huh. play D, and. Uh, I didn't know I could play it on a in third position on a on a, a C probably yeah, I try and try but so things like that so uh, you know it, the thing the thing was it's uh, every time you get a, a, a CD or a DVD or an instructional video or something they always assume you've got a little bit of musical knowledge and if yeah. you if you've got zero musical knowledge it's difficult 
but I know of course it's a uh, you go really back to basics you know so that's why I, that's why I'm finding quite enjoyable and, you know I've, I've been playing for 30 odd years I'm on I thought I would start I, I always knew I wasn't the advanced player you know I thought intermediate I mm-hmm. would describe myself as intermediate player and I, so I went, I went on the intermediate course at first and I thought no no there's stuff here I, I don't really know so I went back and back to the beginner I thought well no I'm going to start start right from scratch and mm-hmm. uh, and skip through the course until I find my level you know yeah. but after after a few few days I thought I wasn't really skipping anything because mm-hmm. I mean like for example uh, like the one chord the four chord and the five chord I didn't know anything about that yeah. I've not been playing for all these years I played purely by instinct listening to 12 bar blues you know mm-hmm. and when the guitar player would nod I'd come in 12 bars and and little fills in between, you know, and then you know you learn you learn when to come in and when to stop. Uh, but I found it really interesting to learn, learn about the the, uh, the actual way it's all built up, you know. Yeah. So I don't think it's hampered me really, but, but I, want, I, want, I wanted to get a knowledge of you know mm-hmm. of uh, fundamentals. So that's why I, that's why I joined. You know? Yeah, I, I think one one thing that you you need to be kind of pleased with is is the fact that you have put all that time into to your ear training because music theory will come quite quickly you know if you study it and apply it it won't be that difficult for you to pick up the thing that that takes a long time is the thing you've already done you've you've sat and you've you know worked things out by ear and you've practiced playing by ear and by feel and you know if 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 i ask 90% 90% of my students why they want to play harmonica it's so they can go and play in a band so you, you're already in a position where you can do that yeah. um, I, I totally get the thing of, of wanting some more music theory and I don't I'm definitely not going to say uh, you don't need music theory because I'm, I'm a music teacher and I think music theory is brilliant yeah. um, but but it's uh, you, you've already done a lot of the hard work which is very cool mm. but not, not only that it's only the theory it's the it's the, it's the embedded bad habits you get from learning like I did. Mm-hmm. And things like uh, not always playing clean notes, for example, you know. Yeah. Or, start, or starting on a double stop and, and and then slurring into the right note. You know, you know what I mean? The kind of thing where you, you, play, you play a double, you might play a four, four or five, you've got to go back down to the four, you know, uh, yeah. to correct yourself. Uh, things like that. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't until I listened to your podcast with... Uh, Lee Sankey was the one, the one on, and uh, the last one, Veed, Veed Go, Gobach, uh-huh. when he said, you know, it's uh, people who learn to play by ear and, and wing it in a band like I have. And, and you know, the, the, more or less, the more you the more you practice and practice, you're not, you're not getting anywhere like that, that much because you've only got so much knowledge. Are you with mm-hmm. me? So if you, if you have a little bit more knowledge and get rid of some bad habits and better breathing and all that, I think, it'll, I think it's a good way to go, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant that you're doing that because um, I, I think I think a lot of people are quite scared of music theory, and they're yeah. if they're experienced, they're quite scared of going back to to f- their foundations. Did did you experience yeah, I mean, that at all? I did. It was it was it's difficult. I mean, just to I mean, like you like you said in some of your podcasts, it's easy to just put on a, a thing on YouTube and play along with it and have a good time. Think oh, I've really practiced it. I've done mm-hmm. well there, but yeah, you haven't really practiced at all. To go back and and do like the twelve, the, 12, the simple twelve bar blues that you teach in your in the, in the early part of your course, I found it difficult to do them. You know, to 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 follow the uh, tab and mm-hmm. do it like that. I've never done that. That's always been in my head. You know, so like I did find it difficult, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying yeah. the challenge. Right. 
that's 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 great so i'm uh i, I want to try and get you to go back in your mind to sort of early days of of playing uh i was wondering kind of what what was the biggest struggle at the beginning well well learning the, learning the bend notes was a struggle mm-hmm. learning the, well once you get that what what i've what i found I've, since i haven't even got all the bends because like with the three draw, I can get, get the first two, I can't get the last one, you know. Uh-huh. I didn't even know I wasn't getting that, but I'm not. Uh, learn the bend, uh, playing single notes, I found it very difficult, you know. It's so easy to just slur everything and get that, that chordy sound, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you've, got to really, you've got to really stick in and do that, and it gets boring and all that, but you have, that's what you have to do, you know. And uh, and also, with back in the day, with no internet and no... I was I struggled to find I struggled to find the right key for pop, you know. Mm. I put a record on and it might be uh, on a little water or somewhere and play along in the C harp next thing, the same song, he changes harps and he goes wrong, you know, and you, you wonder what's going on there. And it was obviously he's, he's changed his harp or something, you know. Uh but yeah, the bending notes and and the uh and the playing the single notes were the most tricky things for me when I started. Mm-hmm. But but people, you know, if you persevere, you will get there. You will get there in the end, you know, if you keep, if you keep doing it, yeah. Definitely. I, I think the, the thing is is being aware of what the time timelines are like for most people. Um, and I think at, at the beginning, you know, you, you know that you need to learn how to play clean notes, but no one says that it might take you months, years. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It does, yeah. Yeah, it's a, the, the, the results are incremental, you know. You've got to keep keep going, and sometimes you sometimes you think you're getting nowhere. Then one week later, that that bit will click into place, you know, and you and you can kick on from there, you know. So yeah, I mean, people shouldn't be disheartened because if it can be, it can be done, you know. Definitely. So you you've you kind of you've decided to to go back to to your foundations and and build them up again. Uh, what what are you what are you hoping to achieve with that? What's your kind of next big goal? Well, I've never I've never played in uh, third position, so I want to do that. I want to learn that. I think that's probably that's for uh, different styles of funk and styles like that. Third position is a great, great way to play, but it's but of course the muscle memory for second position is so ingrained into my head now. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive straight in and do it. I'm gonna work through the course till I come to that bit mm-hmm. and learn it learn it like that because I think by doing that I'll have learned the learning process will have embedded in my brain. I might be able yeah. to follow it, but rather just dive in, you know, and do it. So I want to play the third position. I want it, even things like the tone. I want, I want a better tone. Uh, I used to think tone was, if you bought a, if you bought a Fender Blues Deluxe and you got a, well, I can't make that tone, but it doesn't, doesn't at all. It's all, it's all here, isn't it, you know? Yeah. It's all in your, it's all in your mouth. I mean, your, the way you, your ambition and everything like that. The, the gear, it's secondary, you know. Mm. So anyone don't let anyone tell you you need posh gear, but you need decent stuff. But that won't give you the tone buying the buying the, the top mic and on the amp. You know, you need the practice to get it. Which, which I I'm getting there with it, but I'd love to get a nice fat tone like uh, like Madison Slim or someone like that. You know, someone who's really that kind of player. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, I I think it's it's really good. It's really good for people to hear you saying that because because yeah. you know I, I say it all the time to people when when people say you know what amplifier should i buy and 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 what what microphone's going to make me sound amazing and you know it's 
basically, if if you put uh, you know a top player through the the cheapest nastiest amp and right. a crap microphone, they're still going to sound killer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's the technique. This technique. I don't know if you know, know a band called Nine Below Zero. You know, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mark, our player. I used to. We we old band supported them a few a couple of times and he he had a he had an SM57 and a little uh, a little uh, microphone preamp cheap little thing mm-hmm. and, and he, he sounded he sounded great you know he sounded fantastic and it was just and when, he, when he put that on one side and played to the PA it sounded just the same you know yeah so it isn't says anything to do with the gear so don't, don't waste thousands of pounds on a on a bass band you know it's not worth it definitely and and also I mean just a, a, a basement if you have one. Um, and and you try and get it to a volume where it sounds good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you can't be in the same room with it. It's no, too right. loud. Well, yeah, anyone complains about the harmonica player being too loud. You know, I've got a, I have a, a blues deluxe upstairs, but I, packed, I stopped using it in the band because he couldn't play. It was just too loud, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just drowning everyone else out, you know. And so, yeah, definitely learn to play. Get a nice tone acoustically first before you start uh, moving on like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, absolutely yeah. crucial. Um, very cool. Uh, one thing I, I also wanted to ask you um, is is how how you how well how you've practiced in the past and how you're practicing now and if that's changed. Well, it's changed absolutely. Yeah, I never used to, I never really used to practice in the past. I used to listen to records on them when when CDs came out, CDs and Im- trying to imitate that. You know, uh, revert, you know backwards and forwards with a CD player and learn that bit. Learn that's Lee Williamson or well, James Scott, whoever it was. You know. Mm-hmm. Learn that riff, learn that, learn that lick, learn that lick, build it up, and uh, and that, I thought that that was the way I used to do it. And then uh, when I was in the band, we used to rehearse. That, that rehearsing is not the same as practicing, is it? You know, it's, no. It's, <laughs> people say, "Oh, we've had a band practice; they've had a rehearsal." Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's why. And then I went on, I went on to uh, YouTube with all these people like yourself, Will Wild, all you know, uh, Adam Gus, all these people. I was I was watch, watch, like watching them and thinking the thing is you, you dip in and out of this and you never you never an actual course you dip in and you think oh mm-hmm. today I'm gonna do some tone work with one of these and you do a bit of that and someone else is doing something else it's never practice you know yeah so I went so so now I thought well what I have to do is practice every day do scales which I've never done before scales uh, proper breathing do that every day even if it's only for half an hour you know mm-hmm. and that's, so that's discipline which I've never done before so that, that's that's the big change, yeah. That's why I'm. I find, that's why I find out I'm a, actually a beginner, not a, you know, in, in that sense of the word. Uh, learning skills, you know, the blue skill. First time I did that was a few months ago. After all these years, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's very cool. I mean, yeah. you're definitely not a beginner. You you're just you you're you're like a lot of people. And and I, I was definitely in this camp of as well, kind of musically, where if you're self-taught, you you, you work on things that you're interested in and so you might yeah. get pretty advanced on on this thing and then right. not yeah. so advanced on the foundation so there's there are gaps that need to be filled in um True. which is what you're doing which is absolutely yeah. brilliant yeah. um so bef- before we wrap up i i, I kind of wanted to know if there's anything that uh, anything you're really struggling with now that you you want to know about or if you have any questions uh, well, while I'm, I'm here, a bit, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know whether to post. I, I, the reason I haven't posted much on the forum is because I, I'm, I'm in the beginner class. Mm-hmm. 
I don't I feel you know, I put something on there everything, but see doing in the beginning, he's looking to make him play all right, you know. So I don't so I'm a bit dubious about putting stuff on. I might I might post something from the band from the band days some years ago and say this is how it sounded back then, you know. And uh I want to get to the end of this module, or, uh, whatever the twelve bar blues is at the end of the beginners module. Mm-hmm. I'll, if I learn that, learn that properly and, and post that as well. Something like that, you know. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not struggling. With, I'm not actually struggling with anything. But it's just what knowing what, what the right things to post on the forum. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be a big shot on there. So you know, can already play. You know. I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, there, are, even within different levels. So for, for people who don't know how the the forum works, um, on my harmonica school, there there's a section for beginners, advanced beginners, intermediate, and advanced intermediate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I get I get the issue that you're describing is you're, you're maybe a, a more advanced player, but you'd be posting in the beginner section. Um, yes. I I wouldn't worry about that. I would I would post some stuff. It's because it, a big part of of learning. Uh, especially when you start getting into these kind of practice routines is getting the feedback. Um, So if I can say you've, your rhythm is spot on, but this thing needs tweaking or this, then that's going to be really helpful. Um, That's exactly what I made. Yeah. Mm. So don't, don't, don't worry about it. (laughs) I'll I'll do it then. I'll do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Very, very cool. Well, th- this has been really interesting. And uh, thank you so much for, for spending some time with me today. No uh, I'm sure I'm sure the listeners will, will find it really interesting and useful to, to hear, so, yeah. hear yeah. a story like that. Right. Uh, so yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks catch you later. And I, I'm looking out for recordings from you. So <laughs> I'll, do, uh, I'll post, I'll start post, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. All right, take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tomlin's Harmonica Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review on your podcast player of choice. Join me next Monday for the next episode. Happy harping!